Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NHL. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now we've got all of our Locked On hosts here to recap the playoff action from Tuesday. We begin with an overtime thriller in Edmonton in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Kings took home the road victory with a game-winning goal just over a minute into overtime against the Oilers. Locked on Kings details the win and the 3-2 series lead for L.A. A poor showing from the Kings special teams nearly cost them game five of their series against the Oilers, but Adrian Kempe came up huge, scoring twice, including an overtime game winner recorded just one minute and 12 seconds into overtime. Once again, if this game were played solely at even strength, the Kings would have the edge. Four of their five goals came at even strength, with Phil Deneau recording the team's second power play goal, only, only their second of the series. Meanwhile, Edmonton scored twice in the power play and once shorthanded. They tied the game up with just under five minutes left in regulation. The Kings continue to have basically no answer for Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on the power play, but contributions from Kempe, Deneau, Troy Stetcher, and Andreas Athanasiou helped the teams outscore their problems. The series heads back to Los Angeles for game six on Thursday, where the Kings, who have a 3-2 series lead, will look to win their first playoff round since 2014. They're going to need to be supremely disciplined to do it because it seems unlikely that they're going to be able to fix their special teams issues overnight. To keep up with the Kings and their underdog quest to ruin Connor McDavid's day, listen to Locked on Kings wherever you get your podcasts. The Game 5 loss at home certainly stings for Edmonton as they'll now have to win on the road in Game 6 if they want to force a decisive Game 7. Locked on Oilers talks everything out post-game. Deja who? Deja vu as the Oilers are on the brink of a first-round elimination once again as they lose 5-4 in overtime to the Los Angeles Kings. A tough game for the Oilers as they give up the first goal of the game once again, and they just are unable to pull themselves out of the hole. A couple of two-goal deficits they were able to erase and tie up the game and eventually bring into overtime as Leon Dreisaitl scored two goals in the third, Connor McDavid with a goal in the, in the third, and he even reaches his eighth assist of the series. Unfortunately for the Oilers, it just was not enough as Adrian Kempe won it in overtime for the Kings with an assist from Troy Stetcher, who has been on fire for the Kings recently as uh, the LA Kings do pull off the win on Rogers Place Ice. The first time the Oilers have had a home game playoff overtime game since 2017 in game five of the San Jose Sharks series. In that game, David DeHarnay won it for the Oilers, and the coach of record in that game, Todd McClellan. The Oilers would go on to win that series in six games. However, for the Oilers, the loss for the Oilers does mean that they are facing elimination in game six in Los Angeles on Thursday. The Minnesota Wild, another home team struggling in Game 5 as the Blues took control of the series on Tuesday night. Locked on Wild breaks down the loss and what needs to change with the team on the brink of elimination. Batman needed a Robin tonight and nobody answered the call. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 5-2 loss for the Minnesota Wild in Game 5. They now trail in the series three games to two heading to St. Louis for Game 6 on Thursday night. 
The Wilds trailed 1-0 to start this game, and then Kirill Kaprizov put the team on his back with two power play goals, and the Wild were able to take a 2-1 lead after one period of play. Back and forth for both teams in the second period, and the Blues answered to tie the score at 2-2, and the Blues threw some more pressure at Kirill Kaprizov. The Fiala-Boldy-Goudreau line continued to clench those sticks without scoring any goals, and the Blues added three tallies in the third to take control and to win the game. And uh, you look at one of the big storylines coming into this game is you had two stars who had had kind of quiet series in Vlad Tarasenko and Kevin Fiala. Tarasenko gets the hat trick. Fiala had a couple of assists. And so for a wild team that it felt like really needed this one to kind of shake off game four, series isn't over, but that feels like a pretty big blow that the uh, Blues just gave to the Wild in game six. So we'll uh, we'll have to see in game five. We'll have to see what happens in game six. It's simple from this point on. Win or you're done. And so uh, we'll see what the Wild have in store for game six. For more on this game and more on the Minnesota Wilds opening round playoff series against the St. Louis Blues, make sure you're following Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. The Carolina Hurricanes feel good after scoring the first four goals of the game in game five against the Boston Bruins on Tuesday. Locked on Hurricanes gives credit across the board as Carolina moves a game away from moving on. Hey there, Kaniacs. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. And tonight, the Carolina Hurricanes absolutely dominated the Boston Bruins in game five of their Eastern Conference first round matchup. This was a must-win game for the Hurricanes, and they absolutely showed out. Auntie Ronta had a stellar performance in between the pipes. Seth Jarvis, first multi-goal playoff game of his career. The kid's only 20 years old, and the Carolina Hurricanes power play was able to bounce back in a big way in this game after really stagnating in games three and four. And the offense as a whole, again, bouncing back and being an absolute force to be reckoned with. Defense as well, being stellar. Guys up and down the lineup, chipping in, whether it be on the score sheet, delivering a big hit, whatever it may be. The Hurricanes were firing on all cylinders tonight in Game 5. And now they look ahead to Thursday for Game 6 to close out the series. The Bruins lost in Carolina for the third time this series and will now have to try and win back at home to force a game seven and keep their season alive. Locked on Bruins says yesterday was more of the same from Boston in its struggles away from home. Despite a late appearance by Charlie McAvoy, who was cleared from COVID-19 protocols just a couple hours before game five, it was the same story for the Boston Bruins, who lost by a score of five to one in Game 5. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. And the Bruins fell flat here in this pivotal first round series contest, uh, failing to capitalize on any boost that was given by the presence of Charlie McAvoy, who was flown in by Boston ownership on a private jet just a couple hours before puck drop. Uh, the Bruins... Just like in games 
one and two, were not able to capitalize early, gave up a couple goals, got into some penalty trouble, and the Hurricanes dominated on home ice. Uh, the series isn't over. The Bruins will have a chance to tie things up again back at TD Garden. But uh, for the moment, they are down in the series, facing an elimination at the hands of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold. The Toronto Maple Leafs are just one win away from sending the two-time reigning Stanley Cup champions home. After coming back to take Game 5, our Locked On Leafs host tells you how Toronto got the edge over Tampa. The Maple Leafs come from behind to beat the Bolts 4-3 to take a 3-2 series lead on Tampa Bay. I'm Mike DiStefano from Locked On Leafs. Toronto dug themselves into a deep hole early down 0-2 after 20 minutes of play. They were horrendous in the opening frame. And then things started to change a little bit. Toronto able to get a power play and score to cut the lead to one. And then they started to really press and pour it on. Early in the third period, four-on-four four hockey. Toronto scoring two goals. One from Morgan Riley, one from Willie Nylander. Within just over a minute's time for them to take the first lead change of the entire series. Ryan McDonough would tie the game a few moments later, but then Austin Matthews, MVP chance, soaring around Scotiabank Arena after he nets the game winner. 4-3, the Leafs would hang on to win this one and take a 3-2 series lead. You can head over to the Locked On Leafs for a full breakdown and full coverage of this one. Game 6 goes down Thursday night in Tampa Bay. From Locked On Leafs, I'm Mike DiStefano. That's all for today on Locked On Now NHL. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On NHL and your team's Locked On podcast during these playoff runs. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.